What's happening, people? Welcome back to the podcast today. I'm with James and Dale. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be weird. Um, today's episode, I've been um, sort of frantically talking about this subject on Instagram. Business mentors, we're getting into the juicy gossip. There was a lot of absolute nonsense chat before, but we did eventually get into it. So, but I wouldn't skip the first 20 minutes. It was some great chat, by the way. You'll see how old this, this man actually is. Um, before we get into the episode, if you could rate the podcast on Spotify, I'm going to try to get to 200 ratings before um the end of the year that's my goal also i've never really shouted out your podcast before so if you want more podcasts to listen to bulletproof mindset is james and dale's podcast we now know the stats 42 percent of people who find podcasts start listening to it off the back of recommendations of their favorite podcast there we go so there you go give me a shout out on oh, we, will, we, will. we will we will we will um also before i want to give out a new free day i'm making this up as i go along <laughs> so i want to start doing free sessions again and i'm going to do it one to two from the gym in airdrie i'm probably going to do it on like a thursday you don't need to pay anything obviously if you want to become a client that's absolutely fine but i've also got two free programs I'm get, i've got an intermediate one that i've nearly fixed so mm -hmm. i can also teach you how to use them but i literally just want to do like one free session a week with two people it doesn't really matter if you want to come on as a client or not i don't really care what just get into the groove of meeting new people and doing free sessions again because it makes me a better coach and it's half the things that we talk about so the whole uh say as it well fuck it i don't know what i'm talking about with that what's that say as i do what was um do as i say what the what the quote i was saying no. that quote to you get those who can do Let's stutter more. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the show. And oh, no, 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 wait. Fucking hell. You need to DM me free session so that I know who actually wants to do the free session. So if you DM me free session, we'll get a date in place. You kind of need to be either South or North Lanarkshire or Glasgow. Otherwise, it's going to be an absolute trek for you. But it's in Airdrie um, and it's not a public gym. So it's a private gym, so there'll be me, you, and maybe another PT and their client at the most, and a dog called Cooper, maybe, <laughs> um, which is my massive marketing selling point. Go <laughs> start charging your rent for. There's a dog. If you want to come, just meet the dog. That's fine. Right, enjoy the show. Wait, before we get into the actual topic, what were you asking? What, what was he wanting no, to what, what was I asking? What were you saying? What did you say? Right, so Gavin's hard launched. Hard launched. <laughs> Hard no, launched. I didn't soft launch. <laughs> no, he didn't soft launch. He hard launched. Hard launched what? His missus. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> to me, I'm thinking, is this sexual? Yes. <laughs> sexual. That was a ago, though. <laughs> I think I can put two and two together and say you're talking about it on the podcast. Cause no. No. No, um, you're getting you're getting closer. Right, okay. That was more. That was a soft. I've not actually put that out yet. I'm gonna, uh, that that was, clip was hilarious. Uh, so. <laughs> that was a soft launch. Because obviously, nobody, right, so a soft launch is you let you, you let everybody know you're dating somebody, but you don't let them know who it is. No. So back in my day, right, it was... But seen, I changed my beautiful picture. <laughs> you're seeing somebody. No, that's you. No, that's you and the person. This is him letting everybody else know. I bet somebody asked me, you seen anybody? It's like, I'm seeing someone. No, 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 but he's not. Oh, you're miles off. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not understanding this. So you're telling, telling the world that... 
You see, a soft launch is you're telling somebody you're seeing somebody. You're not telling them who. Right. Uh, so, right, so, like, so you, you post a wee picture of a, like, a girl's hand. Aye, like a wee glass, of, two glasses <laughs> of wine. So you, a wee boomerang with aye, two aye. glasses of right, wine. Okay, you never right. see their face, that's a soft launch, but a hard launch, she's misses all day. So just straight, what's a hard launch then? Just her face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, <Her name>. just, <laughs> I just went up to her, filmed her face, and went, just threw it up in the story, like, just went, who? This is my bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, so was he hard launch on the podcast then? Is that what it was? No, it was no. on my story. It was on his story. I just reshared it. Oh, I missed it. How'd I miss it? I just reshared a picture. I'll show you. Ah, yeah, yeah. I seen it. I was like, is this, is this the chosen one? Is this the what? The chosen one. All right. <laughs> there you go. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, yeah, that's cute. And then I saw I was like, oh, cuties. big man. How did that, awesome. that feel? Very terrifying. Is it? You booked nah, in therapy really. already. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatized. By the way, we are actually over. <laughs> <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> no, but she was on about doing it, but it's different for her, obviously, because she, she actually was like, you don't need to post this. And she was actually more adamant that don't post it because... Obviously, I'm because she said, "Don't you it's, like?" It's, it's like my business account as well, so yeah, it's a bit yeah, different. Yeah. And I don't really post anything about my life. I don't post. I'm out for dinner or anything. The only videos you see are fucking in here, <laughs> and my story. My story. You might see the occasional Strava screenshot. To show <laughs> oh, aye, aye. I went a run. Like, that's fitness. Run. I'm just I telling everyone that I'm a hashtag <clears throat> hybrid athlete. I just want everyone to know. <laughs> The buzzword of the coaching space in the uh, Well, I'm one, so I wouldn't call it a buzzword. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living. Aye, in your mind, in your dreams, I'm mate. living and breathing. <laughs> so running, it's running a sub 23 5 <laughs> When was that? Uh, how, when did you do that? I met our sister at the weekend. So it was from uh, then? And that was it? So you started, like, yeah, that's it? Well, I'm going to post that clip with me and you, and it was hilarious, and I don't really care, so. Aye, so it's, that's it. Good. I'm happy. And if it goes... Are you a change, man, mate? Well, like I it? don't think it will go tits up, but, like, why would they go tits up? No, it won't, but as in, I meant, I wouldn't really care. Like, it worried me before when I posted quite a lot of pictures of my ex, and then your ego gets in the way when you break up. You're like, oh, no, everyone. Oh, everyone thinks I'm fucking nervous. There's nobody really cares anyway. So no. that's why I posted, it's like, who cares? Not an alley. Like, oh, who cares? We're going to break up next month. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think that, but. Right, Gavin, yeah, stop talking for you. So, uh, <laughs> so, can someone get me out of this hole? Hard I'm work. fucking. <laughs> I'm stranded over here and you're just leaving me to die. Fucking hell. So, what else yeah, has gone through your mind? I'm happy we are. That's why I wanted to post her. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Man, there's like, I didn't realise all this went on social media. You know, I give that's really, because you're 30. Because ah, so, you're 30 and married, mate. When, when it, so, me and Jelly met when we were 18, and I asked her out and all that sort of stuff. But it was Facebook official, that's how you told people. Aye, aye, aye. And I sent I the request. I, I know, mind your, wee pal, your mate, pals could hang me on it. I forget, this has just came back to me. I sent the request to Jelly and she patched it. She patched how it. How are you, eh? So, no, it gets even worse. So, I'm like, She's well seen that. It's been five days now. Five days? <laughs> yeah. We went to the cinema and our, pa that our, pal, plane on my our pal Kim was there. And I was like, and our pal Kim turned around to me and said, he's no Facebook official yet. I was like, well, actually, I've sent the request and she's not accepted it. And if she doesn't accept it today, I'm breaking up with her. <laughs> I, had, I had broke up with her. Did she accept it? And she accepted it that day. And luckily, <laughs> <the> blackmail. I, <laughs> through, I through blackmail. Maybe blackmail. <laughs> but I remember that because she was nervous of, I guess, hard launching me, which didn't realise was a thing. Oh, that was the, the yeah. hard launch back That's in the day. Uh, that, is, that is the old hard launch. I think it would be a red flag if I had. <laughs> I don't even have her on Facebook, but I had to turn. 
fucking said that right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that just shows you, you you build resilience in these situations, and that that, that put me out there for sure, man. See, I don't think about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up when I go home tonight. Remember, eleven years ago, <laughs> to start, <laughs> you, know, you you made me wait five fucking days, <laughs> start fresh, <laughs> marital argument. Aye, the insecurity though back then. I was massively insecure, though. I was already insecure, so that didn't help. <laughs> that just made it worse. <laughs> oh, stuff like that when you're a, wreck, a young guy. You're a wreck? Fuck you up. You said I wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you said. Are you shouted at me? I was a wreck. I was a wreck as well. I was a young guy. Right, she's a back in. She's uh, a back in. Right, anyway. Can you tell your... Oh, here we go. Here we we will go. get into the business, man. Ah, yeah, thing. Yeah. It's just... Before we started the podcast, there was two this things is a, I was like, leave that. This is actually it's a funny story, to be fair. It only happened yesterday, so I hope the person's not listening. I doubt they, I doubt they will be. I hope they fucking know. Anyway, right. So I... <laughs> you can ask them out again if they are. <clears throat> Since becoming single, I've not asked MD out in person. And I think oh. that's always the best way to do it, right? So I, when you work in a gym, like, I've made the mistake of talking to somebody in my gym before, and I'll, I'll never do that again. But been single for a wee while now and I was like you know what I'm gonna ask this person this person seems nice right and then I, I, with ADHD it's called hyperfixation right <laughs> so I fixated on it all weekend and I was like oh no on her aye how she moves no, what just, she smells like no just the conversation <laughs> or just the whole just oh, the like conversation what are you gonna say aye 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 which she was gonna reply and I, I thought about every single scenario uh, the good scenarios or the bad I thought about everything and I was like oh no and I was like you know what I'm gonna do that Monday, feeling good, feeling good, feeling good. My client's in, man. I was like, ah, go to there. She's like, go, go, go. Yes, Where's I'm the like, client? Was, were you training the client? <laughs> no, they, they, oh, they. I said, I've got <laughs> Wait, says, Leave you Hold on squad. a second. I said, I'm going to there after you. I was like, no, I, I've not done this in a wee while. And then the nerves kick in. I'm like, ah, whoa. Whoa, man. This is, that's what people do. But people don't actually ask, they just match people. And I was like, you know what, I'm not a pussy. Oh, no, mate, like, two, like 1% of the world does this. I'm, I, I'm like, I'm not a pussy. And then I seen her, shot myself, bricked it, started going off. <coughs> I was like, right, so finished with my client. I was like, I need to do a piss. I need to go and get a drink. So I did a piss, go and get a drink. I was like, right, I'm going to do it. I was actually feeling all right at this point, but I was like hyped up. Do you look at yourself in the mirror, some affirmations. I was going to do that, but there's no mirrors. But I was like, you know what, go to do it. But by this point, the two guys that are in already know I'm going to do it. Oh, so you I, told everybody <laughs> except her. <laughs> the, 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 the pressure was already on us. I was like, I'm not going to the bench press that. I, 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 I was like, I, I fucked this. I fucked this. It's this like is a PB. This is the worst decision I've ever made because everybody, like, no, everybody knows, but I know enough people a few know. People. Mm. So I <clears throat> go to walk here and she's gone. I'm like, oh, yeah, fucker. Where is she? I was like, right, I've already hyped up. I was like, I need to date the new I don't date. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And at that point, I was going to the thing. I was like, I don't know where she is. I'll like, we'll find her, right? So we go. I can't find her. I like, messed her. Saying, you still in the gym? Saying, you're in the gym. And she says, I'm about to leave. I'm like, cool, right? I'll get you in the way out. And by this point, man, they're like, what she says, that's what she says, that's what she says. I'm like, in your head or? No, that's what they were saying. I was like, that's oh. not very helpful. I know, it's not. Who cares? No, I know, I know. So by this point, I've fucked this in my brain, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck this. So, <laughs> where was she? She's in the uh, changing rooms. All right. Did you walk in? <laughs> 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 oh, I'll bleep that out. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> I'll bleep that out. I'll bleep that out. I forgot you were not saying names. Uh, uh, obviously. <laughs> Traumatising story. Shag to hell. <laughs> so, oh man. So, obviously, I can see her walk out. 
They're like, go, go, go. I'm like, whoa, 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 calm down, man. And they're like, go, Rue. So I walk out the door and she's right there. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Because like, I didn't know how to do it. Like, we just went like that and bumped into each other. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. And I was like, what's happening? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, no, man. I, I fuck this. <laughs> you know I, mean? I was like, ah, oh, fuck this. I was like, I don't like this anymore. But I'm there. And I was like, oh, like, hang me. I was wondering if you like, wanted to go and get a coffee or get a gym session somewhere. She's like, oh. And it was, it was going all right. But I was like, this isn't. Ah, fuck this. Like, I've already fried my own brain. Do you know that way? Right. I was like, ah, Did sh-. she say yes? So she said yes, but then she said no. I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, that That's was, fine, but... No, like, that, is, that is sound. Because nobody does that, so I would actually see that as, like, so, fair play, like... But see, that way, right, I'd genuinely fried my own brain so much that when I was chatting to her, I didn't even know what she was saying. Do you know that way? I was just... Like, you're a dickhead, you're the, a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> there was just words hitting me. And uh, it was like, ba- I, I'm not going to go into it, obviously, because that's personal. But then uh, she was like, are you leaving? I was like, I am leaving. So we left, right? Oh, this, no. is where, this is where this is where, the nerves obviously oh, no. got the better of me. I'm getting, so I turned I'm, left and I'm she turned right. cringing in my right? chair. And I usually park in the same spot, but I didn't this time. I'd actually park to the right as well. So I turned left and I was like, oh, my car's not here, bastard. <laughs> it's to the right. <laughs> so I turned to the right as well. Oh, no. Who's parked beside me? Oh no! Oh, oh no! <laughs> I walk here and I'm like, I'm following you by the way. Oh, <laughs> don't say that! That is my car. Don't say that. Because I walked, I'd obviously walked that way. She, I was like, see you later, have a nice night. And she's like, have a nice night. I go, oh my car's there as well. <laughs> <laughs> I walk here now. Are like, you sure you don't want to go with me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm free just now. <laughs> <laughs> Go to my car and I got in the car. I was like, ah, wow, man, I fucked that right up. Do you know that <laughs> Just way? Just beat him the I was like, get, get me out of here, go to him. And I was like, mesh my pals. I was like, this happened. They were laughing at the car moment. I was like, I'll be surprised if she wants to go to me now. Do you know that way? Oh, I don't think so. Ah, uh, no, no. no <laughs> so how, how did it end? How did it? I, but where how did she say now? yes and no? Like, she's say yes and then go, actually, I'm busy or something? Yeah. Right. Which is fine. No, that's fair. Like, that's what I, so I was meshing, hang me. This morning, I was like, Do you know how you can build up to that? Start asking men what the time are, what the time is. What do you mean? <laughs> so that you can approach them. <laughs> men? <laughs> Aye, so that you get, let think about stuff like that less. Um, I'm not actually saying do this, but that's like the advice that people give you. Is it? I like exposure therapy, getting used to like going up. But your problem is the actual asking out part, isn't it? No, my problem is the hype. I get far too hyped. Right. Like dancing I, up to I, I, I mean I am like hyped <laughs> to the max. So that's what I said to Shan this morning. I was like, see as soon as she told me no, I was like, cool, like sent her a wee nice message. I I'm just like her. <laughs> <laughs> just stalked her, but rejection doesn't bother me. It's the build up to uh, it's the anti- anticipation. It's the anticipation where I'm like through the roof. Oh. And then see that bit where I went to Ryan Carman, I was like Did oh. she reject you though? Yeah. Oh, it has been right. soft rejection. I soft un- rejection. I misunderstood. Right, okay, right. <laughs> no hard rejection. rejection no hard rejection. No, don't speak to me. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> well, there was some erections. So <laughs> it was a. Uh, we can still speak in the gym, but I'm not looking to date anyone. Right. And I was like, that's fine. Fair. Yeah. She just I'd... told me that in the spot though, so I didn't <laughs> need to mentally get scarred for life. Just because you're what you're talking about. Did I? I told you about my dad meeting my bird, didn't I? No. Didn't I? Not? No. Did I tell you about mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. I actually can't really remember what happened though. Um, I'll just say her name. Her name's Aoife, right? Because I hate saying, saying my bird makes uh, me cringe. But uh, 
obviously it was her idea. No, no man has ever came up with that idea. Oh, let, I'm, oh, I right, demand yeah, you I meet my family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but did I tell you what happened when he actually met her? I hugged her and went in for like a weird. <laughs> so first of all, when he first came in, so she's five foot and he's six foot one and seventeen stone or whatever, sixteen stone. <laughs> shook her hand vigorously. <laughs> like, oh, nice to meet. I'm Gavin's dad. I think she knows that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kept on. There was, we went to the Cricklewood in Bovel, which is quite posh. And uh, he kept on making jokes to the waiter, and she was like 19, and they were pure like old fashioned oh. jokes. And she was just like, What do you want? <laughs> and, I was going, and then she walked away. I was like, I'll try another one. <laughs> she tried it like four times. And then at the end, he went to shake her hand, and then she was like, Oh, we'll go in for a hug. And he went, We'll go for a kiss. Oh, what? No. And he kissed her on the side of the cheek. I can't remember. I, I've see. I tend to like exaggerate things in my head and actually yeah, yeah, yeah. misremember things. Well, that's think, what I done last night. Like, it wasn't that bad. I just really made it really bad in here. I think he may have kissed her on both sides of the cheeks and pulled her pants <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, is that a usual thing for him? No, that's what I mean. See, what he's hyped him, so he's like overthought the end. Like, what did I do? I, he must have thought just about it all week. Aye, he's just the shake hand. We'll just do all three. And then I'm, I remember. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched that happen when she came back. I was like, just cheer me with my, with my dad. <laughs> did that just happen? Did that? But just happen? you can tell he's thought about that like all day for about two. Like, I know how week. it feels. And he's just I lost the plot <laughs> when it's came to came to the actual point. Aye. How do you feel? What? After all that? I feel alright now. Like truly? Aye, but I didn't feel alright after it. No? Nah. Were you down? I was very down. Depressed? Uh, no, nah, not depressed. Like I was like, why am I like this? Right. I feel like that stuff only takes a day to go over though. I've had I know, no, see as soon as like it's so fucking weird. See as soon as she sent a message saying, I'm not really I'm not looking to date anyone, I was like Whoo! Thank the fucking lord. Do I hear a funny story? Go because I'll just make you feel better. I went. No, to, actually, honestly, I feel alright now. Didn't feel alright this I morning. I went on a date at the start. Of the, well, what, I don't even know if I was really. It was a girl I used to know from Australia, and then I went out with her a second time. So you can one of them. You can really like she'd messaged me as well, but we were kind of pally when we used to work together. So I didn't really know if it was a date or whatever because I hadn't been in Australia for like two years, and then the second time. <laughs> I went to like give her a kiss at the end and she like went, nah. Oh no. And then I had to walk her. I still had oh, to walk her, no. like another like mile. Oh. And I, I was actually like fine. Mm. And I was fine the next day, but see that the point you're like, someone just killed me. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, me. someone actually just put a brick over my head. <laughs> right oh, man, that, that was me. I can only imagine. That was me last night. But I was like, like someday gonna, actually just... See, see what I realised? You're going to have to like go through things like that. No, yeah. I already know that anyway. Well, I'd, I'd, I was like getting better at doing stuff like that because that was the stuff I was terrified of. But mm. once you... The more you like subject yourself to stuff like that, I found the better. I would, like I actually stopped overthinking about it. Because I was like, I, I do you know what? Fact. I've actually been rejected to the face and had to then spend 15 minutes but, trying to make conversation after it. So that's why I've done it. Well, that's not why I've done it, right? But that's why I've done it in person. Because if I get, if, I've no, no asked them to do it. If I get rejected in person, then I've got rejected in person for the first time since I've been single. And it will never, ever be like that again. And by the way, she knew loads of people that I know, like friends that I have. 
This girl's so, in the gym. Mate, he's pulled everybody in the gym. I know. <laughs> so so that, that, that's the nerves, though. So I was like, that's that, the nerves before it. Right, you need to keep that shit to yourself, man. That's making it worse for you. I know. I, I was like, that's the worst, one of the worst people that could uh, Like, if it's a hinge date, who cares? You just uh, pretend uh, it never happened. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas this, I was like, she's going to tell me. <clears> no. Well, I mean, I think, oh. see the, fir- like, the first date I went on. Like, when you're like, when do you kiss him? Do you kiss him? Like, when? Are they feeling it? Am I feeling it? Uh, and then you go in, you're like, oh, thank God, man. <laughs> you're like, they've kissed me back. Yes! <laughs> I think you kind of know, then you're like, I knew she didn't want to kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> but I still went for it. <laughs> was that the second date? It was the second time I went, I didn't kiss her the first time. But the first time I was like more trying to work out if I was just... And plus I wasn't that harsh, but then when I went... Like, you don't meet people for a second time, so I just presumed. Ah, you, you got a shagger? <laughs> I have a, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Can tell who's the single one here, eh? <laughs> ah, he's all there. Oh, fuck off. One fucking day. Uh, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> right, mentorship. I'm, I'm in a committed relationship. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. And what, how long have you been single for? I was single for like three years. Ah, uh, only seven months. Ah, you talk about it as if you're fucking crippled only single. I was three years. You know what? That's I, mean? a lot. I know, I was actually thinking about it. I was like, how's this Gavin? Well done, well done. Proud of you. And I c- at least getting up and getting that a shot. Though, I know. A, that is a- the nerves truly got the better of me though. <clears throat> I actually think I, I told everybody. I, I'm not everybody, but funny, right? I, that doesn't help. But everybody in the gym, knew. Yeah, but these I, are all life lessons, right? I know. So I, I know. really don't think that's too like. like no, it's not that, bad. No, I'll blame it on ADHD though, because I would have like I've done a big experience. Put it this way, right? Say it this, wasn't. Say, it wasn't this, say this person finds somebody else, right? Most likely, she's going to meet somebody that's going to ask her out in the DMs. You're always going to be more masculine than that man, right? You just remember that, song, okay. right? You're Yay! more masculine in the future. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm an alpha. <laughs> oh, I know. Red pill. Red pill. I was listening to that mind. I was listening to that red pill. Uh, I sent him a dating podcast this morning. Like episode aye, this aye. morning. I was lying in bed, right? I shut listening to it. I was like, fuck that cunt. I, think I need fucking dating advice. How good was it, though? It was actually quite good. Uh, exactly. It was actually really, it was actually really, really good. Saying? Just how, like, if you're going on dates, what you're asking, what kind of questions you're asking, like, Hinge and t- Tinder is, is a He's very... Like a well-renowned uh, coach in the dating world for, for single people. So he was... T- I, I listen to Mind Pump all the time and they had brought him on and it was just him doing the podcast. So I've just listened to their episodes and I was like, ended up listening to it and I was like, James would like this. It was, actually, it was actually a very, very I good... I dating stuff. That's why me and you talked about it. I love ah, watching aye. it. Even if I'm in a relationship, I would still watch stuff. I think it's interesting. Ah, you need to question, like, how you become a better partner as well when you're... Ah, you don't exactly. just fucking give up. Like, I, think that, I, think I think that's why people just... get it so wrong. Just because you ask them to do it doesn't mean you, you really like them because you don't know them yet. <clears throat> ah, exactly. So as soon as they say not to you... Because like, you're physically they're... attracted. Just ah, you're like, they were never that person. Most men don't ask women out. That's one thing I've... I know. Mate, hardly anyone. What what's the stats that Chris Williamson talks about? Like, is it like fifty percent of men you see on the street or something haven't had sex in the last year or something like that? Oh, it's, it's rising into men. Oh, it might uh, even be more than that. I think so, it's men and women. It's like less and less. Aye, aye. But, it's cause it cause it. There's so much. Like instead of actually going and speaking to people, people are just messaging people and then going, like, "I've had my fix." Or don't going actually, on porn. Aye, aye. Yeah. I don't actually need to speak speak to people in person to make the connection. Which would actually make them feel better. Hmm. Do you know that way? 
but it's that anxiety build up, you know, gain any much people hope it there. <laughs> nah, that was it. Uh, no, but you're fine. You're living to tell the tale, and it was quite exactly. funny. Huh? And I, oh, actually, and see, I live to tell. I'll the tale always remember for the rest of my life that part where we went separate ways and I had to actually go and uh, go the same ways. But you can laugh at it. No, no, I know. <laughs> I did send her a voice note after it, and I was like, eh. Because that, oh, this no. is getting worse. What are you doing? What? This is getting worse. <laughs> Get no. out of the hole. No, I, I, didn't I know think. you said no, but like, what? if there's any chance. So, like... what, what I wanted to I've do. I've just found myself in your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to really do, right, is I wanted to leave it on a funny note. Yeah. Do you know that way? Because I was like, I fucked this. I already know. Like, I'm just waiting for it to tell me no. And I was like, I have to do So, I just sent a voice note saying. That definitely did not go as intended. Oh my god, James. <laughs> I was like, but I'm in my voice because do you know what way? I was like, you need, you need to be yourself. Yeah. Do you know what way? I was like, that definitely not goes intended. I says asking somebody out when you need to wait for them coming out is definitely not the good idea. I was like, I actually gave myself the ick. <laughs> I was like, especially when I had to go to the same car as you. Uh, I can't even mind what I said. Oh, in the same car. <laughs> and not, and I was, is that what you done? And then no, go to like her. I put you in the park beside each other. Who was in the gym first? Me. All right, that's all right. Imagine she thought you arrived after. Man. So I was, I, I just said that to her. I was like, I actually gave myself like and uh, hang me, and she she laughed and faced it. And I was like, that's that's how you want it to end. You don't want it to end on, oh my god, he's so serious about this. Uh, go. It's okay. I understand. I fucked it. I will still, I'll still, I'll still speak to her again. I'll Aye. still go hi, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that to make it funny. And no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I you have to. Do you know what I mean? Humor, humor's the solution. <laughs> There's no bad thing. You should just keep parting next to her. <laughs> <laughs> Block her in. I now know what car she drives. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Right, moving on. I don't clap any of these. Just get to the podcast. Don't clap any. Fucking say the name. Don't put it on Instagram. Didn't say the name and everything. Right, I can't believe that. You thought I thought with the last time I spoke to you, it was on a yes. So I said I was like, all right, everything's so cool. It was on a yes last night. Aye, that's what I mean. A soft yes. Aye, I knew I knew it was a soft yes. You said that to be fair. I'm not. I think your intuition always tells you. I went through my whole twenties, no dealing with any of that. My whole twenties, right? I know. <laughs> you do. So, you do. You deal with. I think men, especially, you deal with some absolute bollocks, like uh, bollocks, like dating. Aye, uh, there's many lessons to be learned. So I think you have to listen to that mind pump podcast, and like, if you understand what you're looking for, you're looking for. A, like, I know for a fact, I'm looking for a committed relationship. I'm not looking for fun anymore. Do you know that way? Mm. That's how I know you would genuinely like it. Because I was like, aye. you know what? I'm, I'm enjoying this. So you're at that stage in your life. I knew that would It was funny because I was well, telling I was my dad when I was at that stage this year. Aye, because I, I was telling my dad and he was like, what? And I was like, I was on a date with somebody and I asked him what their goals were and where they seen themselves. <laughs> they slap you. And he was like, ah, did you give them a questionnaire or no? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, but I said to him, I was like, it's no the answer that they give. It's how they answer the question. It's not like, I have got... I want to make 100k by the end of the year and blah, 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 blah. Oh, this is a nice transition, eh? Ah, yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> but it's like where they're going to be. And my dad was like, I just send them a consultation for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what got better about dating like 26, 27? Is like I went on quite a few dates and on the first date the girl would say to me, do you want kids? People start being way more blunt and way well, more Well, that's, what, that's, what, that's, yeah, what that's why I went on a date with like a 23-year-old this year and it was just like, I'm done with like, 
do you know what i mean like I, I i thought that would be the youngest and then even speak even speaking to people who are like 25 there's such a difference between 25 and 28 mm. like there's a big difference and like even the girls I oh, massive difference just with where you're at and like he's been on guy dates <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean no, guys are fine they just bummed me <laughs> like i think i'm lucky <laughs> i think i'm lucky at the age of 26 to think the way i think they know <clears throat> like i know there's no many 26 year olds thinking about no, this no, when they're single no, no. do you know that way i never even thought about it until i met you to be fair it's the marriage effect mate it is the marriage effect <laughs> I don't, I don't even think I, I don't even know if I want to get married, but I do want to have a family of kids. I probably don't really understand how, like my life's well different since coming back here, hanging about with you is a lot more. Aye, aye, aye. I mean, I'm cracked, mate, but... <laughs> We're aware. <laughs> right, Every, well, we, let's go. Slide in at 30 minutes into the topic. We started 10 minutes early, remember, so 10 minutes, that's shaving off. Oh. Right, okay. Um, I have record. Because I kind of just, what like I was saying to you, because I've not came up with any questions. I've not, there's no specific business mentors that any of this is about because they're pretty much all the exact same carbon copies of each other. That's actually half the point. Mm. Um, but see when you, so the biggest problem I noticed in the industry when I first started, and this, I would, I would preface this by saying this is for a lot of coaches that are probably maybe like, sub two years into coaching because i think they're the ones that get trapped in this the most mm. but i remember when i first came in but i could see right through it everyone was getting with these mentors and that was the thing coaches were pushing on you like coaches and gyms were pushing you you should get a you should get a mentor and with this guy and the money they're they're charging is mm. ridiculous then it used to be as much as it is now though it was big money now. when i started still, was it? Was it? yeah like three and a half years ago mm. yeah like six grand to get to get like you need to pay like three grand to get in and then you're talking like 500 to a grand a month for them all and all that and you need to sign up for three months minimums yeah so like six grand so have you ever had a mentor in life with anything i've i've had been coached by people that gave me slight business advice i've mm. never been in a mentorship so i think what's your general thoughts on just mentorship forget about paying for it or anything just the whole idea of someone being a mentor mm -hmm in most cases it's a good thing mm -hmm. if you're actually getting someone that's like done your job for like 10 years and they're Smash just giving you advice do, do you know um simon cynic yeah, yeah. so he he talks about this and it's a it's a great point so i remember reading this <clears throat> when i was a a manager in open reach and i had a mentor but it was just somebody that was higher up in the organization it took you under the wing obviously there was no transactional part of this and he, he made a very good point. He says transactional mentorships can kind of work, but mentorships like a friendship, there needs to be two, a two-way channel where they're learning something from you as much as you're learning something from them. But also that relationship grows and evolves because then they're helping you. They truly are helping you. And they're some of the best mentorships that work. And I, I seen, I've seen a bit of that from just like people that I've met. Like, I, I think there's there's a lot of value in mentorships, but this is where the whole mastermind side of things and the group side of things, you start feeling a bit of FOMO and it's like, oh fuck, I need to join that. And I think they that's They create where, that FOMO. Yeah, they absolutely do. Because um, I think in a way, when we've met, me, me and James, it's like that became 
in a way at mentorship itself oh, yeah, where yeah, yeah. we were helping each other and we're trial and error and that sort of stuff so i so i think people think mentorships you have to you don't always have to pay for things mind pump to me was a huge mentorship how to be a personal right. trainer how to like like you can seek mentorship out in so many different ways it doesn't need to be a paid mastermind or whatever you want to call it but that's where which is why we're going to kind of talk about this so for for those guys listening like I don't think it is sub two years. I think it's anyone that hears PTs make an absurd amount of money and then compare themselves to them and go, why am I not making that? Maybe mm. I need this mentorship because I'm not good enough. But this is why, so I don't think all mentorships are bad as well because no, I, I do, I've I've been exposed to a fair few of them. And I, I like Jason Phillips one because it was never around making you as much money. It was about making you a better coach. And I think if you look at the integrity of the person, that's where you need to kind of make your own idea. But <clears throat> his, I love the challenge that you would always bring to people in the call because they'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm not quite happy where I'm at. And it's like, why? I've not hit that 100K a year mark. And he's like, why? Why 100K? And he'd get down into it and he's like, why are you not happy making the 50K, the 60K? Why not 30K? Like, you need to understand why is it just about money? Because if it's about money, then you're in the wrong organization because you yes. should be fulfilled by helping your clients. That's giving you the fulfillment. Know the, know the actual cash flow. Um, Now, there's a point where if you're not paying your bills, then there's a stress that comes with that. Yeah. And I, that point fucking stuck with me since day one. And I think that's why when I start seeing all of them pop up, I'm like, what he's actually teaching? Like, see if I need you here, 100K PT or six-figure PT again. I'll lose my shit. Like, oh, I'm losing the plot. Well, for me, I'm it's getting so, so frustrating. It's like, and and yes, it's a nice round number. It's like ten thousand steps. Every client's like, "Oh yeah, Danny had ten thousand steps." Like, no, no, no where no. are you at? Let's see if we can increase movement. That's that's really what's come coming about. So, but do you know how much a hundred? How much is a hundred grand again? It's like eight eight thousand pounds a month or something. Aye, like that. But just put just, it, just over that. Eight, 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 just hundred over divided eight, by nine. twelve, eight thousand three hundred pound. Right, that's a ridiculous amount of money. Like you're, you're let. I see if you've not got that much overheads, you're making eight thousand three hundred pound a month. Say after tax, with business, you still maybe clearing like five or six if you can claim certain things back and stuff like that. Coaching has to be, be one half. of the lowest barrier of costs. Exactly. You pay for your app, you pay for a MacBook or a computer, and then you have rent of wherever you're working. But if, you, if you have six grand coming into your bank account every month, you are fit. Like. Mm -hmm. That's a f that's a fucking lot of money. Why is that the whole goal? Because it's the same as like losing thirty pounds in thirty days. It's the exact same yeah. situation, isn't it? But I think what you were touching on were um, mentorships being a good thing. This is a theory I have, right? So PTs usually are a bit self like they're self help junkies. They've read all the self help books. We like we know we've heard the word mentor or, or someone mentoring you what the hell is that noise i don't know it's, name of it. it's all right it won't come up um what is it kyle's running um we've heard the word mentor like a million times so i think they've that's why they're all have you noticed they're all called yeah. mentorship it's yeah. it's all sort of half of them basically have the exact same name mm. um and they know that pts think well know that they should have someone teaching them mm. and they know if they're a p they're one of their biggest catchphrases is if you're a coach and you don't have a coach then you, you don't believe in your own craft yeah yeah they just play on things like that but half of them are best basically like glorified groups mm -hmm. 
And even if they do a call, it's not a one-on-one call when any of these guys. You're in a big call. It's basically going live to your Mm. Instagram audience. Right. We're in a world where you pay for information now. Everything that you need to know in these groups is online. It's on free. Like yeah. you. and and I guess you do, and that's why you you, you dumb it down a level to us coaching our shut people. That door just, it's, just putting, it's just putting me off. Um, when you dumb our our services down, like people are paying us money for our experience and how we coach people. They're, when pay, you, when they, you think they're about paying us for the last five to ten years of our training and us teaching you how yeah. what like what we've done and what's worked for us, and then what's worked for the clients we've taught. And that's the argument, the next level up in mentorships. It's like, well, why would I not take money from you when I've created businesses and that, which is fair. And this is where you start finding out who's good and who's not so good. And you need to really look at the, the people that are running it. Like, where is their social proof with it? Oh, they're not, I was a six-figure PT. Hmm. Were you though? Like, oh, I was on the gym floor. Did you build an online business? Um, threw up a post today. It was uh, those, who, who's, those who can do those who can't teach because it's easier to teach the thing than actual do the do. How many people know how to lose weight? Technical calorie deficit, blah, 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 eat less calories. As much as it's more complex than that, why does most people not do that then? Because it's hard to do the do. But people can make these wee workshops and we see it all the time. Like in the mentorship group, they tap into fitness because it's like, oh, fitness is easy. Just follow this workout program. Fuck's sake, it's fucking a wee bit more complicated than that. So it's just, I, it's naive, isn't it? It's naive when you think about what it. Have you, what have you seen mentorship-wise since you've been coaching in gyms, like the two gyms you've worked in? Have you seen many people on the floor in mentorships? Aye, aye, aye. I think half the people in the gym that I go to go to a mentorship. And what have, have you seen them learning anything? That has, like, so what I liked about how it would be a personal trainer, mate, they honestly reiterate the fact that everything is about being a good coach like your main selling point is being a good coach Mm -hmm. so i see all these mentorships that are banging on about sales they're banging on about leads they're banging on about processes mrr monthly reoccurring revenue they're banging on about uh like ads it's all about how to get more clients um but none of them are teaching how to be a good job and if you're talking about monthly reoccurring revenue you aren't going to get that if you're not good at your job because no. people ca- people don't buy into any of the sales that might get you to i guess i'm in the door aye but how initial, do you keep, the initial door how do you keep them there if nothing you've learned is about anything to do with getting good at your job which by the way a pt invo- involves like getting better at like five to ten pretty hard skills like with people uh, communication just how you show up and all that sort of stuff being what? organized aye, aye, aye. like there's like five to ten skills that you need to like get good at which will take time mm-hmm. why do you think people sign up insecurities aye sheer insecurity money insecurities they, aye, they, they see they see the money straight away that's the first thing they see and they'll initially make it they'll initially make more money mm. and then they'll initially know it's like weight gain they initially lose weight and then they gain it back and you go then that's when confidence really drops they know that way i see it firsthand and but then that's when they probably start making the right choices do you know what i mean or they go back in again it's like a slumming world it's like a lot of people just go to another mentorship or aye, they, aye. they go out the mentorship is the problem hi hi people who are only self-aware they go the my clients are only getting results because of me no because of them 
you know what I mean? And you've got a lot of clients who won't get results. The main thing I've seen them teaching now is results as transformation pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when they talk about results. It's always transformation pictures. It's always pushing this photo shoot. It's always posting about your your actual client results. And that's it's the same sort of strategies they're all teaching. Aye. And by the way, the, the tactics are often extremely sleazy. I don't know. I can see which mentor people are with by. And it like they'll post these big posts and it'll just purely be like every sentence is like prodding at an insecurity someone might have mm. and then it'll just say dm me the word achieve and then you know they're just trying to get them to hop on a call yeah from that the <clears throat> out of the people you see success with though because this the, i think this is a thing as well like you can see success in mentorships and there'll be outliers but that will be a very small few of those who who do well what do you think separates the people who do well in these places to those who don't because if it, if the mentorship was shit the argument is well look at such and such they do well here's what i always seen in a uh, certain that i was in a group that i was in every day done well and the quote i wasn't to do a being a coach you know what i'm talking about bro, right so everybody in that i always watch the videos and i always go they're really good looking do you know what i mean be serious Every person who gained loads of followers who done really ah, that's well. That's why I've been pretty successful. <laughs> <laughs> but genuinely, see the people who they were posting, I'm like, they're aesthetically pleasing and their videos are aesthetically pleasing as well. But they are aesthetically pleasing. They've got some definition. They've already got, so, and that, this is just with that course. I'm not talking about business, that business mentorships in general, but the people who are doing well in the courses are already pretty good coaches. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Making videos and being a coach are very different things. I no, no, no. No, I'm not saying in that, but I'm talking about in the business mentorships, the people who do well and stay doing well, already have a decent knowledge of how to actually be a good coach or genuinely making the money they say they're making. I'll give you a different point. I think strategies are going to work for different people. So if there's a strategy outlined for your sort of skills, then it's going to work better for you. Mm. However mentorships aren't teaching you how to really find what you're actually good at because there's loads of different ways it's just one structure it's tapping into things so like a lot of people are going to tell you to post all the time and post like reels or whatever that works really well for me it won't work that well for you because you don't like making videos yeah yeah that's what i mean and i think that's the thing as well like there'll be frameworks and blueprints to follow you may not enjoy that framework or blueprint so for me who doesn't like transformation photos for me to pay four five six grand to go into mentorship that tells me i need to post transformation photos luckily i'm self-aware and i can challenge that but this is why a lot of coaches then get their you're then being shaped and molded into a coach that you think's a successful coach in the eyes of the mentorship that you're following rather than just exposing yourself and finding your own experience and that's why i think i'm on i'm on the fence with this i think you should definitely have some sort of guidance when starting because it's a shit show when you're starting as a coach. It's a minefield. It's very hard to go. Is that bullshit? Is that like I'm 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 quite confused and I think this is where a mentor is definitely powerful. But if I had to go back and do it, my my journey took like six years to get into. So or a longer, I guess that. So I'm always learning that. So if I had to do it, like say, I decide I want to do it, be a PT and I, in the next year I want to work towards being that PT. I'm kind of looking at the space of who I like and what information I like and maybe try and reach out and build a bit of a relationship with that person and see what they do. That then helps me create this connection piece where you're 
you're then guided properly. I think that's to me is the is the better way. Um, I think there is mentorships that you could join that do an okay job, and and I guess I think all the ones I went to, I could say in one hand have been shite, but then on the other hand, I could go, I've actually gained, gained a bit of knowledge that. from it. But you all, and this is the thing, it's like following a shit workout po- program. No matter what you follow, you're going to see results, right? Doesn't mean it's it's the right thing to do. Because the the fact is, it's the routine, it's the network, it's whatever it is that you're doing. So I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm I'm on the fence with side of things. I think as coaches or as being a becoming a personal trainer, it's a lonely job, and being around other people who are in the same boat as you can feel kind of nice. It keeps you motivated, which is why this works. And in, in here, for example, I think you can create that or by on your own though. If you're it's, a self, it's if, difficult, if, but I think you're probably better off right. creating your own network yeah. than going through mentorships m- not just money wise because they'll, they'll use the phrase that like you'll spend money and you'll make more money not necessarily i know quite a lot mm. of people that have almost pretty much went out of business because of how much money they've spent on business mentorships and not to raise just because i know you're talking about it from like there is positives right but i'm actually still really worried about how f- fraudulent a lot of them are yeah. like do you know what i mean so you like even though there is good ones like that, Jason Phillips one is great. How to be a personal trainer, yeah, Jordan great. If Mind Pump do anything, they don't. Theirs is all free. That's what I mean. It's like so. These it, podcasts, uh, especially, are, are all great. But if you're and also if you're gonna go into one, see, I think a red flag straight away is if don't buy anything based on any short form content or any ads. Hmm. Or and if you're gonna do that, go and find uh, go and listen to like. 30 hours worth of podcasts if they have them mm-hmm. about what they're talking about see if they're just using buzzwords see if you don't make any money from listening to their podcast yeah you don't implement that. anything that they're saying in their podcast get them to fuck yeah. get them so far to fuck but what i would like to raise is a lot of these because i'll just tell you stuff that's, that's been in my dms some of these people are some of these i know this isn't any of the ones you think i'm talking about but i've heard stories of other ones that pts will know who i'm talking about but it's not necessarily exactly who you think i'm talking about and i'm not name, naming any names but they <laughs> used to sign you, you you just won't know who i'm talking about i'll tell you after but they just used to make you sign contracts it was basically like if you leave this you can't work in the yeah, same yeah, industry yeah. so you're basically tied down to working with them then there's other ones that are now they're just putting you into Facebook groups, just putting you into a call, just teaching you sales tactics, and people are trying to leave, and they're suing them. They're suing all of them. That's fucked. Aye, because it's it's run as a a business first, not helping people first. Yeah. You as a personal trainer, your business is helping people first. Yes, there's a monetary aspect that comes along with that, but that should always be second nature. If you're getting into personal training and coaching because you want to be financially free or set, there's a hundred other businesses you can start and you should focus there first because you you don't you burn out very quickly if you see that you're not making money that you expected to with the with the PT you, side of things. You've got this you've got this goal and it's arbitrated by all these mentorships, you know, like this goal and you're like, Sam actually really struggling to hit that. And it brings you a lot of self doubt and you're like, Why am I not doing that? But that such and such is doing it, such and such is doing it. And the biggest problem is it's like somebody comes to you and go, I want to lose 30 pounds of weight. You go, no, well, that's not what's going to happen with me. But with every single mentorship, it's I will double your income. I will do this. I will do that. Uh, or you'll get your money back. So the, the monetary value is the selling point, Aye. which yeah. is understanding a business aspect. But when you think about it, 
if you were to sell like your weight loss, you don't sell it as weight loss, you say, I'm going to help you do this, 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 this. You'll, we, we do. Aye, aye. Well, aye, that's another whole separate story. But I no, no, but I, but so, but from an integrity point, you're like, like I know you want to do that, but that's how we're going to do it. Where these mentorships are like, money, 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 money. You'll make this money. So people just go, right, it's all about making money. And as you, they don't focus on anything else, but that's like something to just focus on the weight. And we've spoken about this before, but that's generally what it is. Instead of going in a call and going, look, I know you want to make X, Y, and Z, right? But I've looked at your business and you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, you can do this better, you can do this better, you can do this better. I want you to implement this and see how it goes. It's not that, it's implement everything right now and you'll make this. And then they get that, but they've actually not implemented the fact that they're a good coach. They know people skills, they know human behaviours and they can actually, if somebody comes to them with a problem, they can genuinely help them. But because they're so fixated on money, money's a result. Right. So money's results and they go, right, you need to do this to get a result. So that when somebody, when their client comes to them, it's no, by the way, this is what you should do. Like, I know we might not get to the goal as, as fast, but you take your time because this has happened in your life. It's you, not, you almost sell them on the same thing you're being sold on. It is, it is. And you, you you're selling them on the result only. It's like you're getting sold on the money. But also playing their insecurity because you're, you're charging, let's say you're charging 100 quid a month, right? Every single mentorship that I've seen, the first thing that when you start opening up these conversations, like double it, you should be charging way ah, more. Yeah, yeah, Charge yeah. way more, you get better clients. And yes, that's true, but you're missing five steps here. Do you know how to coach people? Mm -hmm. Do you know how to, have you got the systems in place where you could onboard two, three, four clients at once? Like there's so many steps to just raising your prices. And I think that's where everybody gets caught up they get caught up in the sale because we all know deep down our sales skills could be better our processes could be better our onboarding process could be better and you see someone play to that insecurity saying we can help you with that and it's Aye, like, right that's, that's cool. what i need so what i've what i noticed myself going to these over the last year was i was sitting in these things and i was doing i was sitting at the courses or whatever and i remember thinking to myself i was like when was the last time i spent this much time on my business rather than or on becoming a better coach i was writing so down my I, own weaknesses I, my own I, strengths like how what, to play on that i whenever i sat down and went what makes clients get results in my coaching program and what's the difference with clients who don't make results where's the gap between there he said i was well all oh, right i need to i haven't uh, i don't really get much leads into my business i need to get more leads oh i need oh, to create a, i need to get my email list bigger I need and, to, and, and don't get me wrong i've i've went to somebody's and i was like you know what that makes sense i now need to build an email list i see the value in that but right early on i should have been focusing on my coaching ability yeah and and selling that and then that it's the same with your when we are speaking to clients it's like helping them do the simple things first it's not going Right, yeah, we, need, aye, we need to do xyz everything at the ten thousand steps like well where are we let's add 500 steps to it so it's like these building blocks that we're building it's the same for your your personal training business you need to yeah yes you need to see it as a business but first steps first is kind of recognizing are you are you good at what you're doing do you feel like you're doing a good job and that's when imposter syndrome kicks in i uh, think also what i've noticed in myself every year like when I'm making more money, I'm not more stressed. I don't honestly think I have the capacity to work like more than what I do. Say I do like 40, 50 hours. I had the ability to work 60, 70 hours for the first like nine months. But then that was just like sheer, I need to do this. I'm not going back to a call center. 
<clears throat> just like I was just running on that energy like that. I'm genuine being, motivation. At being that point. terrified of going to a normal job that yeah. only lasts so long. You can't just keep running yourself into the ground. No. Um, I could work a wee bit more. I could be more efficient, right? But when I'm making more money from coaching people over and over and over again, and just generally try to learn, like I ask you a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I even asked you about a mobility thing yesterday. Yeah. I still just take stuff off other coaches. You should I'm, always be learning. I'm following yeah, your yeah. program. Mm-hmm. Purely, you could have just told me what the program is, but I find it better when I follow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I find I have less mental, like I get drained less mentally by the same conversations so i have the ability to maybe handle a bit more clients and handle the conversations without it burning me out as much but that's only came from three and a half years of coaching and there's no real other way around it's it reps it's reps. no other it's way around I, it and it, this is what i was just thinking there i was like right everybody signs up to these mentorships because they want to ultimately have a better lifestyle financially mainly for for a lot of people driven in already the frame of mind's wrong with that but let's say there's a a chunk of people that go into this it's like right i need to be a better coach so to be a better coach i need to join this mentorship do you know what's going to make you better train a hundred people train them for free and watch what you learn like you know yourselves we we can all say like the last 30 clients that you've had have had better results than your first 30 and the next 30 clients you have will be better than the previous 30 because it's no and this is this is something i picked up in a, a podcast it was free information out there it's like you might not be where you are just now but as long as you can keep working to it six months from now you're going to be better in six months of that you're going to be better than there it's an evolving game you don't just okay i'm gonna get my personal I'm training off i this is me i'm fucking and, class and we all measure that it's like we all measure it by weight in the scales it's much more complicated than weight in the scales how strong are you What's your nutrition like? What's your lifestyle like? What's your relationship like? All your metrics of your uh, business like? Exactly. So with the finance side of things, I okay, arguably, you know, hitting 10k a month, cool. But what is everything else like? Are you happy enjoying the job that you do? I've Are never had a 10k a month. I think I got close to it in the one-to-one, but again, it wasn't the drive. And here's the th- funny thing. The drive wasn't to get the 10k a month. It was like, fucking love training people 10 sessions a day but, but imagine you it. turn that mindset and you go i need to hit a 10k a month that that's burn, you're burning it quick guy i've never had a 10k a month but this year i quit drinking and went for therapy and i'm yeah. genuinely in the best place i've now yeah, yeah if i could tr- anyone that comes in this gym and i give them a tour of like where i can train people and do this podcast yeah. from like i'm not like class, I, it's fucking i would one, i would die to be in this position three and a half years ago yeah yeah I, people are so bad at like I could. I just wanted to coach people, mm-hmm. and then after six months of coaching people, you're like, "Why is everyone making more money than me?" So here's this is what I had. I remember we had this conversation. Remember, I, you said what's up with me in the podcast, like episode forty or something. And I was like, I've had massive imposter. I just felt like I wasn't good enough over the weekend, and it's because I was in all these different groups, and they were all making a shit bang, ton bang, of bang, bang, killing. Bang. And I read the book that James is reading just now called Outliers, and it was Any like. Good? Aye. good so far so it's all it all goes into like the top entrepreneurs of the world and like top sports performing athletes and yes there's a there's a talent and a graft that they put in but there's also luck and what that showed me in that book it allowed me to zoom out and go fucking hell i'm born with but i'm born with i have so look at the situation that i'm in where i've got my own studio my own podcast i'm doing fucking good Aye. would any of the guys in that room trade my position absolutely and uh Gio's son was in and 
this was a young kid and this is where kids are fucking mad sometimes they just speak out loud they're honest he's, he's like nine or ten he goes oh you're living the dream i'd love to have my own gym and i was like <laughs> you know what that was my dream when i was a wee guy ah, yeah, yeah. wives why why have i not thought about that until now why are you know as grateful I, as you it's because i'm sitting in these rooms where people are yes it's good as inspiration to to level up and be better but it was all on money and i was like man i wish I, what would my life be like if i made that money wouldn't it change Aye. I just went, see when I actually asked that that question, I was like, yeah, okay, I might buy a nicer car or do the garden up or go a nicer holiday, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to be coaching and I'm still going to be helping people get stronger, healthier and fitter. If I made 100 grand next year, I would not buy a new car. No, you would that. My I car. Because my car's fucking... <laughs> You've right. got the nicest car. You've got the nicest car. Upgrade again. I know, but you got an Audi fucking A7 or whatever. I know, but also, also. Oh, I'm getting a Range Rover, man. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man. I would no, show no, everyone. No, no. I, want, I, want, I want an electric car. I like the, I like the whole gadget. Like, oh my inside, god! Inside, I like the gadget. He's, he's, he's old. Guy. <laughs> he's fucking old as fuck, man. But it's like it, everyone's different. I think we're we're all got some sort of materialistic. You were speaking about the the football thing tops and stuff that you buy. You don't that know was what more like dope. Which but what's your outlet so see it? like this is I, I, i'm always honest like see like, i always say my body my like my, my what i look like no insecure about that but i'm always i'm insecure about how much money i make mm. I and that that's what breeds it so like i know if i look at that situation like yesterday i was only insecure about one thing or i know one thing how much money i make do you know that way really yeah. aye, aye. i know like i know the nerves are kicking into that it's no who i'm like I know I'm a, I'm a funny guy. I know I can hold conversations with everybody. I know I can do it. Nice to know you think that. <laughs> no, but I generally know all these things. But then I look at it and I go, I've never made that much money. I've never had that much money. You're 26, but as well. No, no. But when I when I was growing up, I never grew up with money, and that is deep deep That's rooted in me. Programmed. Like no, I, that, I, I, I know where you come from. I have the same program. Uh, like, so I, I mean, know for a fact that I know people are looking at these. A lot of people don't come for a lot of money, so they see these mentorships and go. That would be so good to make that money. And I, I need to take myself out and I, I, I go back and forth with it and I go, I'm more insecure about how much money I make and I know that it puts me off a lot of things. But at the end of the day, I'm doing what I'm doing. I know I'm going to make more money. But then it still kicks in. You're still struggling with it. So as soon as you see these Aye. make 10k a month, you're like, fuck, that would be amazing to even make half of that. Do you know what I mean? But then you're still, then when you get, they get you in, they're like, right, you're going to make this and you need to do this. And you're like, right, I'm going to do that then. Also, all their tactics from the be very beginning that are to play on your insecurity. Oh, no, they, they play on your insecurity. And make you believe that you can make the X amount of money. So I'll tell you, you know my story how I, I spent two grand in my first like three weeks of coaching. I know that what you bought. I I've got absolutely done though, because I went on the call and I was like, I've only been a coach for a couple of weeks. And he's like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. You'll, this will still work for you. This is the stuff we need here. Aye. Right? So, I've just... So, back then, I, mate, I've spent about 15 grand. I've wasted... No, wasted. Wasted some money. Spent a lot of good money. Learned a lot over the last few years. And, it, like, I look back and I go, I'm glad i done this. I could have done it better. So, three weeks in, uh, you said you... We, we and I met. We had just met at this point. We just what met. made you buy this? Because this is what's important. Because I, the one I'm specifically thinking of, when not, I get, the, not the course, the other one. What made you buy that? When I first got into PT, I was very business oriented. When I got into personal training, it wasn't to make much money, but I wanted to run my own business. I know I couldn't work for somebody else, and I was like, I can make a lot of money. But no, I knew I couldn't make it at the start. But then, how did I even get on the call? Oh, so he sent me a... 
I sent me a thing, hey, James, seen you reply to this. So I was replying to your stories because I was like, I want to make me money, I want to make me money, I want to make me money. I was like, that'd be great. I wasn't even I wasn't even struggling for money at this time. I'm not struggling for money now, but I was actually better off when I started my journey than I'm on now. So More savings, you mean? I had more savings. So, I'd, uh, so I was like, you know what? It'd be fucking great to do that. Because I looked at my life and I was like, I just wish I could. I wish I was like the, the money maker. You know what I mean? That to me would have made me a more co- a more confident person. Like with women. Would it have though? No, that's what I thought. That's, well, what, that's what I mean. Would that, it have though? Probably not. Because no. I've seen quite a lot of these that, actually, would, that talk about the I same actually thing. genuinely think I'm a much better man the day for going through these struggles. Yeah, you need to. Then actually, see if I started making money, I would have been an absolute wanker. I, I know some of these people personally and no amount of money is ever going to stop them. They, they're all like, oh, I'm fina- financially free. Doesn't, I would have genuinely like been an egotistical bastard if I didn't like go you're mentally through. free because you're still Aye. trying to build ridiculous businesses. I've always had that little bit of an ego before. And uh, I've always been a bit of a cocky bastard and all this. I know at that point in my life, as far as I started making a fuckload of money, I'd have looked down at people and gone, fuck you. I get really worried for people making a lot of money before they hit like 25. Aye, no, so I was that. So I was like, right, go on this call on this call for a new one, and he's like, look, th- this is going to help you either way. And I was like, I'm an in-person coach. And he's like, because this is like an online. It's meant for online. And he's like, don't worry, you can still implement it for in-person. And I was like, right, cool. So I can implement it for in-person. I can u- start using it. What was that word, implement? <laughs> <laughs> so I can start, I can implement it in-person and I can also start making money straight away. And I was like, great, two grand, there you go. Right, straight up, paid it, no problem. So I've maybe, I was a month, three weeks sitting into coaching. Uh, I think I had like two clients, right? So I've got two clients, right? So I'm making like 340 quid a month at this point. Spent two grand. And I was like, I'm going to make this back in the by the end of the year. No, I was very, very, very money orientated at this point. That's why I bought in it. Because I was like, I had in my head already what I was going to make by the end of the year. Now, I bought it and I started doing it and I was like, this is shite. This is shite. I am not making any money for this. Like, instantaneously. Were you doing this stuff? And what were they trying to get you to do? They were trying to get me to charge 997. I know that one. Straight away, raise your prices. Straight away. 997 for a guy who's never coached anyone in his fucking life. Yeah, so I I was getting my clients in. Imagine you charge... There is no way I can charge these people 997. Well, straight away, it's a frame of mind. You already know you don't come from money and you're like... You know for a fact you yourself in those shoes you would never pay that. Never ever ever. I know you just paid two grand for a fucking a course, aye, aye. but for coaching you don't see the value in that. But yet. also I want to say one thing because people are like, "I but that's your belief system." No, you were not worth nine nine seven. I was not worth I, nine, no no absolutely. Not. I was not worth nine nine seven. Uh, and just I, because absolutely fucking luckily I was not. This is the big thing as well, which is a fair point. Just because some people might pay nine nine seven doesn't mean they're the worth, worth it. it. Aye, it does not mean they're worth it. No, because arguably. These people who end up paying that, how many other coaches did they end up going to? Well, the, Do, are they have they made results? The thing is, that was meant to be an online course for me. Mm. That was meant to be charging nine nine seven for an online yeah. training. And how can you, I didn't even you... have trainer eyes? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have an app. I had no systems. No, no I had there. zero systems, and obviously that was going to teach me systems in time. But when I was doing it, the first. The first module and how was, was you get put clients. your prices up to 997 and That's I was the like... the very first thing. The first me. thing. That was the first thing. And I was like, I, I knew deep down. I was like, I was having people come in and I didn't have a fucking clue. Mm. Like I knew how to squat, bench, deadlift. I knew how to do all that stuff. But people were coming in with problems and I was like, I don't know. I can't charge you a grand if I don't know. Do you know that way? 
Because there's so many people going to come to you with problems and they go, you, you go, I don't fucking know. Yeah. That is funny you say that. It just reminds me. So I went to join Jason Phelps even when I started coaching as much as I done all these um, all these podcast episodes and felt like I could train people. And I joined his call and he was trying to, he was saying on this call, like, you need to get your ideal customer. And I was like, I'm just... I don't know what it is. I'm training somebody that's just recovered from cancer. I'm training somebody for American football. I was like, they, I like your ICA. Totally I was like, the customer client avatar at that point is so different. He's like, who do you like training more? I'm like, I, I, I honestly don't know. And you're I'd, never going to notice that. Uh, this is why I'm grateful of working in the corporate space because I was very self-aware of who I was as a person. I was like, you know what? This isn't the right time for me to join this course. And I left for a year and rejoined a year later. And what I focused on, I was like, I'm going to train everybody in MD. And I'm just going to figure out different shapes and sizes of body, different life experiences. And and in my head, I was like, that makes sense to me. That's going to make me a better coach than this. That somebody telling me the type people of people. That. I know. And I, and this is a, this is what the first module of every mentorship. So it doesn't matter if it's in personal training or you're starting a business. You need to get your product good. You need to be comfortable and confident in your product because that confidence carries over a sales. What do you could, mean I, when you say, genuine, <coughs> say, genuine. Your, say your product, right? Because when you're saying that, you mean you need to be confident and you're good at your job, really? I, I what just whatever saying. whatever it is that you're. So if Not, you're just, I, people think product and they think oh selling a program, I, no, no, just no. being good at like what your job. Good at talking to people, I, knowing how to fix their problems, mm -hmm. being nice to them, getting on with your and choosing I, people you can get on with. Yeah, because. If you don't have confidence in that, it doesn't matter what sales training you go through, you will not be confident in that. I had a consultation call with two people last night and I could confidently say on that call, I know I can get you these results from the experience that I've had with these clients. And you can't say that if you, aye, if you genuinely don't know. Aye, and yes, yeah, it'll come out, you'll come across. Aye, yes, people need to put in the work, but I'm confident I've had enough hurdles with enough life experience that I can, I can make a good guess of if you choose to work with me, I can confidently do it in a way that is sustainable for your life and that's the that gives me like doesn't matter what your price is at that point but whatever you're charging there's confidence behind your 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 action now because you're that, pitching 997 no having any experience it's like did hey, you I'm, ask I'm, anyone for that did no, you no. what did you ask them for i like was just charging clients i was just charging a uh, hundred twenty for the four sessions for the four week block I think we had a conversation. I was like, look, the lowest going rate, and here's 30 quid. You may as well start there. Cause right. 30 the quid a session is like, wow, well, I started. That's the go. That's, that's the go to. Means is 11.50. <laughs> but that's what I started at. And I stayed at that for a while and then upped them. And then people were like, that's that's quite a lot. And then you realize, like. Aye, but when you look around, you go, aye, but like, I'm well better than. Yeah, so that, that's. Like, and, and this is where you start doing it. Cause I remember asking you a question. I was like, do you think you're a better coach than such and such in the gym? you're like absolutely and i was like well there's where you get confidence that. in your sales pitch yeah, yeah because yeah. you go you remember that i you you, you kind of stick to it and you're like ah, i'll wait till i get one and this is why taking people on for free is one of the most humbling experiences of anyone's life and if you think you're good enough to not take people on for free to this day we just done a workshop on saturday we train people for free and we learned so much from aye, that aye. workshop i'm gonna intro this where i'm gonna take do like free sessions for two two people aye like so you just you and a mate yeah come. which which is doesn't matter which stage of life you're in you get if you're so tied up in money and making all this money and just charging people the program there's a huge chunk of people out there that need help especially in our industry and especially with the messages that we've got as soon as you take somebody on for free you're like oh fuck i forgot about that and then there's a whole other conversation about in person 
the mentorship sell the dream life of Marbella boat trips. Why? <laughs> I know. Honestly. I know. Yeah, I'm That's not, very I, specific. That, no, but... <laughs> is it? I wonder who's that one. I've, seen, I've seen three. Three different have ones that have, that have sold that dream. So maybe maybe it is only the, the this same is what person. I was going to go on to the whole online mate. I've done purely online coaching as the most miserable I've been since I started this ah, job. Yeah. It's a horrible existence, yeah. and if these fucking stupid Glaswegian accents in front of these Burj Khalifas in Dubai, <laughs> oh my good fucking <laughs> god! Oh my goodness gracious! I was just speaking to something. You need what? to put in the work. <laughs> you put in the work. Put in the work. Shut up, you fucking. I was just speaking to somebody there, online coach only, and they were like, I, I, I'm struggling to know, like, I'm struggling to be productive because I'm in the house all day. Right, so here's, you know what I mean? here's where I'd argue any value that these mentorships bring. It's that it's a bunch of online coaches in a room. They are all going through the same struggles in a way, it's the loneliness. They've got something to relate to, and you get to bounce ideas off her. And, and that's where I think you can foster some mad relationships. Like, I've met. A bunch of coaches now that have opened up opportunities for getting guests on the podcast and various different things and i met them at these events and that's something i'm always grateful for i've got business through like we had louise on the podcast i would never have met louise in my life a fucking very clever um scientist and very fucking deep well into her biology and her outlook on helping people live healthier lives which ties into my message so you get to meet these people that you never meet, but if you look at this room the now, like this is a weird scenario because ideally you want something like this dynamic where you become somewhat friend. Well, I would say friends definitely because. But if you look at it like that, you're paying for a single event. Well, I mean, to you're network. Paying, ah, you're paying for a friend. Aye, but you, but I, but with the big courses, you're paying every single month hundreds of pounds. A lot of uh, stuff that like you're paying fifty to hundred pounds mm. to go to these events and network and doing it in the right way. Which? But the, those people can convince themselves that that's worth it Aye. to meet a friend. Aye. That's how lonely people are, yeah, and that's yeah, sad. That yeah. is scary. No sad for them. Like I'm, I'm like, ha, that's sad. It's generally like I do feel for those people. Um, somebody that we met recently, and she's like, I'm happy to pay this much money a month, like close to a grand a month, because I'm now meeting somebody and I'm going to share a hotel at the next event, and I would never have met that person. I'm like. Fuck me and why is why does it have to be a paywall behind everything that we do these days? I don't know if you so I've got two ideas that I want to do. I want to do I want to start doing one free in person session a week with two people, um, and they they can become clients or not become clients. I don't really care, but I want to do kind of like your workshops, and I'll just like sort of teach them maybe bits off my free programs because I'm going to make another one of them. I nearly finished it. And I want, I would maybe honestly do talks in here for yeah. free for coaches and just like open up a Q&A for like half, half an hour on the subject, then half an hour as a Q&A. Yeah. Because I want to like maybe even set up like a WhatsApp group and generally all for free because I don't, I don't want to be a mentor and I don't even, doesn't even have to be me talking every week. Mm. See if I came in and then someone was like an Olympic lifter like here do you want to do a fucking talk on it in front of these 40 coaches because i don't know anything about olympic lifting do you know what i mean like a little group like that yeah, yeah. very hard to manage something like that and it's obviously i love saying these things and never doing them but <laughs> but, but here, so here's here's where people will be listening like then why not make it that's the value in mentorships and funny you say that bulletproof coaching mentorship is now going to be launching now. I'm kidding on, but in all honesty, five thousand like, pound a month. <laughs> no, but this is this is genuinely six figure coach. Where <laughs> you need Easy. to 
you need to kind of look at these opportunities and there's there is free stuff that will be done but then there is the paid stuff where there is value in it as well and it? it's like why not why not put a price in that how do you filter that through? is that you're talking about there's only value in the people you meet yeah like you can do that in other ways yeah do, do you know the saddest thing right and this is the crazy thing so you've got like all your dating apps these days but do you know this? they're bringing out apps to meet friends that's how there's an app for gym buddies as that's well. how lonely we're getting mm. do you know what i mean and uh i'm not like because we got the same therapist i was like working out why did me and my ex-girlfriend go and it was we got to the bottom when i started my personal training business i was lonely as fuck and I was like, fuck man, I actually, for, I actually forgot I was that lonely. Mm. And now there's apps for meeting friends, there's apps for gym buddies, there's apps for dating. You're like, people can't, there's so many people can't do these things anymore. And then when you look at these business mentorships, aye, it's, it's get together because we need to meet, we need to see people with no one else to actually see that day. Instead of going here, look, I'm feeling a little bit lonely. Uh, Dale or Gavin, you want to meet up for a coffee and we can discuss business this is exactly what I was that is the Aye. same thing as these business mentorships yeah. for a lot of people and it's hard because as you especially with personal training you go into personal training you're running your own business your friend groups can't relate to that stuff they no can't relate to the challenges no. but if you look at like how we are sat in this room today i commented on your post and you're like who's this guy and you went and you? and you invited us on the podcast that's how it's seen because i I seen your stuff pop up and I was like, you know what? Why why do we live in a world where it's like that's why do we live in a world where it's like I thought I seen him first. Oh fuck that. You probably did. You probably did. But like commenting on posts, if you like somebody's stuff, find somebody that you truly you truly would look up to and engage with and engage with them. Aye. They might not reply, but do it with loads of people. Aye, you do you do that enough. I do it with the the mind pump guys. I do it with that coach Tail, and he replies all the time. Done it with Jordan Syatt. Like Eugene Tail made a good good post. I think I mean if it was on a podcast, I can't remember what it was, but he was like these transformations. If you're posting transformation pictures, you're going to get people who want transformations, and you're going to churn out transformations, but you're never going to have people for that long. That that's a that's a burning out business. He says, you want to get people in who really enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. And they like, like you. Aye. So he says, I'll make everything fun. And I'll get everybody, they'll see results in time. But everything's about the funness. When you're checking in with clients, it's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, he's a big, big coach in the business. He's got fucking thousands of clients. He's got thousands of people on his uh, on his app. He's got, he does seminars everywhere. He, he charges a lot of money for the things he does. He's no cheap. But it has... And it, like you, you go on his app, and it's quite fun actually. It's yeah, quite it's fun how he does things. Yeah. And there's another big coach saying, "Look, fuck your transformations." And I've, have you ever seen him post a transformation? No, he's posted his own to say, "Like, I look great here, but I feel shit." Aye, and I don't look so great here. I feel but I, I, I've yeah. actually never seen him post a transformation. And he's massive. Yeah. Just another point about the whole, because I do think they play on the whole. Be financially free, online coaching, work wherever you want in the world. Why? exactly but also i've done it right so when i worked when i lived in london to meet my rent and all that <laughs> i would have to my expenses are probably just similar just now anyway but i would have to lock myself in my room make content and then reply to my clients all day and basically not see anyone mm. in, or, in order to be an online coach or whatever also by the way, see when you move to Bali or you live in Australia or whatever and you're an online coach, 
people don't want to work with coaches in Bali or Australia because time difference. Mm. And also, people that are looking for personal trainers, there's a massive local aspect to it, even if they go online. That's why there's a, a, it's a whole farce that gaining all these followers means that your business is going to be better. Because you're fo- if you're going to get more followers, your followers are not going to be in the one place. Oh, do you know how they start that out of book starts? And it's that perfect point for this. Mind we'll talk about that all day. So basically, people moved over to America for Italy and they built up their wee community. And then there was people living about them. And they went over to check their health. And heart disease was the biggest, no, heart attacks were the biggest killer back in the, I think it was 1900s. It's just the start before all the wars. And they were like, right, we'll go to this place. And there was like 2,000 people lived there. And they had like a third of the heart attacks. And they were like, right, as health uh, experts, they were like, we're going to check how these people live. They, the same foods are like, oh, look, there must be the food. And they're like, no, nah, it's not the food. So how, how do they not having less heart attacks? And they're like, right, it must be their education system. Their education, everything was the same. But because they came over together, right? They still they had parties in the streets, so they were actually eating more food. They actually obesity was higher there than it was everywhere else. But what they realised is they had a massive community. Everybody spoke to each other in the street. Everybody had each other over for dinner. Three generations lived in the same home, so no one was lonely. And they realised back in the nineteen hundreds, ah, loneliness is killing more people here. Mm. Through, and that's why they're having more heart attacks because they were eating the same foods they were actually eating worse quality foods in the terms of health back then you know like how are these people dying of less heart attacks and i think that's, simply due to, that's commu- that simply due to community johan harry that lost connections book that's what that's about that's how everyone's sort of changing their lifestyles to become more materialistic seeking remote jobs seeking like being able to travel the world it's not like it's not a sustainable thing. You can't just keep moving to different countries. And also, you can't work on the beach. You're going to work in a whatever country you're in, if you're going to be an online coach, you're going to work in a dark room. You yeah. can maybe get some light in, but you're mostly going to be in a secluded room by yourself. Yeah. That's why even though I could go fully online, well, I basically am mostly online, but I'm maybe like 20% or maybe 10% in person and 90% online. But if I don't have that 10% in person, I will lose my fucking mind because you're literally just talking to a screen all day. Why do you think that's a... Oh, like, I fell into that trap. Why does that sound appealing? It's because they... I think it's because they don't get fulfillment. They think the fulfillment's the financial thing. It's the travel thing. It's the materialistic thing. But when that's when they've then got that, it's like that's where the loneliness hits. It's like, right, what next? Okay, more money. Next big car. Next whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I love I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. And I do like the freedom that I'm up. But it's more that I'm on boss. But we boss. work all the Aye, time. I mean. But we're not unhappy. But we... Aye. It's and not that, like you're financially free and you don't work. We work because exactly, we like work. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I don't get me wrong. I want to. I like the the part of my job where I could go away for three weeks and, and upgrade my car, <laughs> upgrade my car, do whatever it is I want. But I, but I probably, I always get this spot because I wanted to travel and I remember being away and I was like, man, it'd be nice to just live here to it. And I was like, and you get if you go a two week holiday, it's towards the end. Of it, it's like, man, I miss, I miss home. I miss my bed. Like, I actually like my lifestyle because this is my environment. As much as I'm maybe not close with family, like I quite like the Scottish environment because that's that's me. That's where I'm where I'm born in that. Yeah. But I do want to explore the world, and I'll do that through holidays. I'll do it through holidays and wee breaks here and there. And don't get me wrong, I, I would quite like to try the whole 
doing a bit of work by the way i've done a wee bit here and there when we were in switzerland and stuff but they were only like four or five days break and i could do majority of the work when i was back it ain't the same you think you've got all this time but you you don't like why pay all this money to go abroad and then you realize fuck i could have just done this in the house and saved <laughs> 800 pound but because when you go on holiday like, that's amazing imagine working here mm. but it's not actually like that it's not the same at all no not the same so but so it's an absolute fallacy that you like all these online coaches that are like promoting that they live in dubai and their life's better that i always well, used to say to my dad i want to make me money and he's like mm-hmm. he always used to say like look i know you day i know you want to be successful but he's like making more money might not make you happier and i was like oh shut the fuck up i was like you're talking mince i actually think he's right now oh yeah that's right do you know that way i was I, like I, fuck, I, I, I actually get what you're talking about because he's happy in his wee world right loves his neighbours and I was like how the fuck are you so happy but he'll talk to his neighbour every day every day they will always talk to each other every fucking day Monday to Sunday and I now see it more I'm like right it's more than money aye it's way more than money but once these, you get enough money and not be stressed about money but these mentorships are selling you on the money and then you're feeling shite because you're not making that money very very quickly so see for me I'm I'm driven in, in me I'm definitely driven by money but I'm putting the what I want to do in front of that. And I know, for example, the financial... No, everybody's driven by money. Everybody's driven by physique. We all physique. talk about how much... We all tell each other how much money yeah. we're making and stuff so, like that. So, so for me, I know, like, I, the goal is to kind of close in this end of year in the next couple of months and have that financial free number. But expenses, for me, like, is very low other than my actual business expenses for my house and everything. Like, three grand kind of pays the bills and that's i'm happy with that and everything else is is a plus so financially free number will mean different to each person and it's a good goal to have it's not it's not a bad i don't want i don't want to kind of come across it's it's a time frame though same with weight loss it's It's a time frame why put a time frame on and that's the biggest mistake that i've kind of seen this year i was like i need to do this in three months i need to do this and and such and such and it's like well if I just focus on the whole role of it and what I want to do and doing different workshops and finding what I like and go, you know what, I can actually see that being a good model to run because it's I've tried and test, I tried testing and enjoy it. Um so I is it that I know that's gonna happen in the in the next couple of months and it's no I'm putting pressure on it's gonna happen in the next couple of months. Like I've already put in the work and done all the do that it's just naturally gonna be the progression of where the business goes next. And and I think that's where you need to look at mentorships as like, how does that get taught in there? It needs to get taught. For, like the only way you can measure that is finances because you can't bring somebody up on a stage and go, this was such and that. He wasn't happy and now he's happy. Like, you know what I mean? How you can't measure it. The only way to measure it is the we. Well, you could measure number. it. You genuinely could. What would you do? To talk about where your life was. Mm, true. And talk but about how many clients it. you had. And, they did that aye, but they only do it to then tell you how much money they're making. Mm, true, true. They don't really talk about it. I'm also, last thing that I want to end on is I'm fucking sick of the X Factor story that they all tell. I seen one the other day and it's absolutely not true. I was drinking drugs and uh, now I'm a millionaire. That's the biggest thing, no, no. The drug but thing. That's, mate, I'm like, get on a session with me back in the day. Aye, <laughs> that's what I'm like, mate. Try half like, 12 who pints doesn't with aye, me. Aye, aye, aye. Who doesn't? <laughs> I'll pint off right now. I'll stop my not drinking. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, like, you, you, you've never sniffed Kit. You've never sniffed coke and you've never sniffed mandy and you've never sniffed it all together. <laughs> Do you know that way? Like, get, oh, you took a, you took a couple of lines of coke. Like, get over it. Uh, you know what I mean? You but did. this whole like I was on the session for five years and then I you need an X Factor story now though. Now I've got now I've got a million pounds and thirty properties. Fuck up! You never. 
done that's, all of those together. That's where the Outliers book tells you that that doesn't happen. And mm. also, but do you know how easy it is to make an X Factor story? Because I could just sit and make my own one up just Look now. at the three years just now where our parents, oh, we, could, on we could milk the shit out of that. Ah, exactly. I'm gonna. <laughs> no, right now, I'm gonna. See, oh, as soon as I'm on. making 5k months, right, the James McGinty mentorship, I don't, I made relationship <laughs> with my mother. I used to take loads of drugs, look what I'm doing. <laughs> but it's, it, I think that's where you need to look at the person and have, like, if it's, if it's a good person, they'll have integrity and authenticity and they'll be a true kind of relatable part that's not relatable like you said yeah. you can you can see through bullshit but like i i could go like bet on benefits where my mom and my mom took me away from my dad i was fat my full childhood or whatever that's what you did anyway i do the fat thing <laughs> but i was fat like no, but I that's could, the, no that's i know i know i get that no i know but i could relate to people being overweight way more than the two you could because i was overweight my full childhood however what i'm saying is I'm not, it wasn't that bad because look where I am now and I'm fine. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, not mentally uh, too fucked up, just a wee bit. Um, but uh, yeah. but it's, everybody's got a story though. That's it's, what I mean, but it's like, so easy to make that sound like. Know, and I, then like, or you're like, oh, I'm in this bad place. Look, he was fucked in it. It's so easy, man. It's such bollocks. Aye. And I, it makes me cringe so much because I, I could easily sit and just fucking milk the life out of Like being on benefits, don't even remember being on benefits. It's all bollocks. Mm. Mm. Is it everybody like I say that everybody does have a story and people milk that side I of love things, hearing people's stories and I go it's not even that bad nah. like your your life was alright like council yeah, house all oh hi fuck aye, but the problem the problem with the storytelling is there's still a bit of victimhood in the other end of it because it's like there's a showboaty side of things that comes with it and that's how you know you're not quite over whatever it is that you're going through aye, or there's, there's a hidden now... sale message somewhere now, now you've got the mentorship. You're still trying to go over your insecurities, because mm. make because coaching people didn't make you enough money. That's the other thing as well. Like most of these people make most of their money through the mentorships, just like the the whole entrepreneur mastermind world. Aye, aye. Most of them are making their if money. If they were really that great entrepreneurs, they would. When they have time to do no, masterminds, no chance, no chance. I've, plus, if, if you build a good business, why the fuck would you be wasting your time teaching other people how to build businesses? Mm. I get. I guess you maybe get to a point where you are like, you know what? I want to help other people. And, and you'll I definitely think, get to that point at one time. What to help other people for the small price of ten grand? <laughs> well, I. The, so the guy who I watched a video and it was like a guy getting out of Pagani's under, and he was like, "How? Like, see the guy who talks about how did you get this car? Oh, What's yeah. his? I can't mind his name." And he was like, "Where he's like, what, and he told me, he's like, what advice would you give to anybody else? And the guy was like, get an amazing mentor. This guy's a billionaire. He's got a mentor. But it's no a mentor who puts ads on Instagram. It's a mentor who's known to people in the business world and they'll go and pay fucking big bucks. And I think that's where, like, what you were talking about. Mentorships right. form. They are not, like, drawn. Like, you'll meet somebody and you go, here, mate, like, I know you're really good at your job. Would you be able to help me? These people capitalize on that and go right. I, if I can help him, it must be able to help him, 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 him. But then, like me spending two grand, like then help me because but they, they, uh, they, they, he's no showing that. By the way, I've made this current money, but I've lost him two grand because he, he's not got any value from it. Why did you buy it from them? I'm just curious. Like why? I, I really want to know. Because I like the personal touch. Of mind worth speaking about that. Video message. I, nah, I, so it was the marketing strategy. Marketing strategy. So uh, there's an he automatic. He sent you a video off. Fuck up, James. <laughs> he fell for, young, you fell for right? that shit. I was. Oh, he sent you a personalised video. 
Aye. And you thought that meant that he really wanted to work with James McGinty from Bells Hill. Mate, that, that's it got him. That, that is. That is. And, and look, this is where, if there's more marketing that goes into the product than the actual product, like you said, mentorships are so valuable. If I had to redo my journey, I'd be looking at the space and going, right, in fact, here's, this is what I've done. I've bought a hell of a lot. Of, I've spent the equivalent of mentorship money on programs. Some have been really great. Some have been shit. What that's allowed me to do is went, right, I'm Why is this one shit? Why I, is it good as well? It's allowed me to go, right, this is actually making me a better coach. And because I've played into the podcast or played into whoever it is I'm following, um, taking that in the next step up, Jill said this the other day in, in, in his one, which was fa quite fascinating. He goes, if you like somebody and they're, they're local or they're at an event, find out more about them, go up and speak to them. And Aye. most people like, like, most people care. Most people are all empathetic fucking There's nothing better than somebody comes up and starts speaking to you about what you love. Yeah, I know. You're like, fuck, I man, I'll speak about this all day. Aye. But if you're, the catch 22 is that you're- You speak about it all day? No, 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 <laughs> you're, you're then drawn to mentorships because they're the ones showboating that they Aye. can help you. Aye. The people who can actually help you the most is the ones not talking about it. Simple as that. Like, it's the, the people who are doing the do, you will learn more from them than the people that are telling, teaching the do. 100%. It's a genetic. Which is the exact opposite of what I seen one of them post yeah. the other day. He was like, if your mentor is talking about coaching clients then he's not a mentor and you shouldn't I, take and i'm like but that's him doing the job that you're one to do. literally doing it yeah he's you, doing the job you're you're telling him how to do the job <laughs> will you learn from somebody who's got i'm blowing this out of the water but say a say a coach has 250 clients that they can manage on a weekly basis and you see them and you you feel you've watched their stuff and you're like man he's killing it you're going to learn more from that person than going to any of these mentorships. Nobody has turned on 50 Well, exactly. Like, just it's doing bring the that down. Doesn't it doesn't matter if it's... Because just because I'm just I. thinking about people that listen to this going, how is someone handled... Do you know what I mean? Because so, I used to think, how have these people got 100 clients or whatever? Because they're giving them terrible services. So, I was going to say, I still... I, I, I met a coach that lives in Dubai, an older guy, competitor guy. And he's a, I've got, I was like, how many clients have you got? And he's like, 200. I was like, how the fuck do you check in with 200 clients? He's like, I'll show you. And then I seen his service and I was like actually amazing that you showed me the service but i was like that isn't the type of coach i want to be because it was rapid fast follow this very structured and it was and that again this is the value that i, got, I still got value from this because i was like right okay i'll never want to do that yeah i want to be a wee bit more personal when you spend money as well it's maybe a good thing to sort of caveat it with when you spend money and you have a bad experience makes you better write down why that experience was bad write down how it made you feel don't do that mm -hmm. to your clients because i've i've the first one i gave it was just it wasn't a mentorship just a pt and i gave him 500 quid heard from him like four times he used to make con i've told you this a million times <laughs> make content on me like go on my tiktok slag off what i was doing as a pt because that was his whole brand is pretty much just slagging, slagging off what pts do to make them feel insecure to think why what should i be doing what's he doing mm -hmm. if he's not doing all this stuff that he's slagging but he would slag me off and that made the experience was horrendous he made me feel awful and i was just like well that's not what i want to do with my clients mm -hmm. the next one got dieted and this is not a mentorship again got dieted like fuck asked for diet breaks wasn't allowed didn't even want to get lean made me feel horrendous was near an eating disorder right okay not doing that to my clients mm. everything's a learning experience as long as you look at it and that, that's why i think like paying money for something is not a bad thing to do because you you probably learn something when you realize but problem you is also, mentorships are really expensive uh, you can so you can also save money you can save money with that 
Um, I think just to fucking grind it out, realize you'll have shit months, and uh, just keep what I do is I've, like last going. last year I just went where am I spending too much time on my business? Where do I need to fix things? Took a month or two, didn't take on any clients, went and fixed it all. Mm. Gonna do it again this year and just do it like that. And every year I just get better at it. And well, no, you should do actually a follow up podcast on what we three would do if we were starting out from scratch with no experience. Let's try to do it. Aye, let's do that as a future aye. one. That'd be a good follow up one. Do that, but the next break two or three weeks or something. Yeah. Sounds good, yeah. sounds good. Cool, right. Well, we end it there because I am absolutely dying for a piss. Same. Good. And I'll bleep that girl's name out, James. Aye, fuck you in hell, mate.